Constance. And I'm Lucinda. And together in our Kids Law podcast, we're going to take a look at how laws affect children as we grow up. So what are we going to look at in this episode, Emma Constance? Well, I would like to hear about solicitors, their work and role in the legal system. In England and Wales, a solicitor is a lawyer who has qualified by passing certain exams and is trained to give advice to people or organisations and help them find solutions to legal problems. Solicitors can be involved in many different areas of day-to-day legal work by giving advice or defending or prosecuting people accused of crimes or resolving disputes between people or organisations. They're also involved in creating legal documents, for example, for buying and selling land and properties, creating wills or business matters, such as corporate and commercial work. Some solicitors work by themselves, some together in legal business organisations or partnerships. And there are also those who are employed by companies called in-house lawyers or counsel. Traditionally, solicitors are employed and work in offices and represent clients in the lower courts. This is in contrast to barristers who are self-employed legal specialists and who appear as advocates in the higher courts. In recent years, these divisions have started to change as solicitors and barristers are able to work in similar areas if they get the required training and experience. Let's speak to I, Stephanie Boyce, who is the president of the Law Society of England and Wales. She is the 177th president, the sixth female, the first black office holder, the first person of colour and the second in-house solicitor in almost 50 years to become the president of the Law Society of England and Wales. Stephanie, welcome to our Kids Law podcast. We are so pleased to have you here. Can you tell us more about the work of solicitors and their role in the legal system? Well, thank you very much, Alma Constance. Can I firstly say thank you very much for inviting me. I'm absolutely excited to be a guest on your podcast. So solicitors are trained professionals who explain the law to people and advise them on their rights and their obligations. So law is all around us. We cannot get away from law. It affects all our lives. And there are times when we need to get legal advice. And solicitors are those people that we would go to to get that legal advice from. So there are historical reasons that go back centuries as to why there has been a tradition of separate roles from barristers and solicitors and the different type of lawyers that we have today. But changes, recent changes in time allow solicitors to appear in higher courts rather than barristers becoming specialist advocates and judges too, such as Queen's Counsel or the QC initials that we will see after people's names sometimes. So, and that's if they want to specialise further in advocacy, for example. What do you think are the skills a solicitor needs for them to be a good lawyer? How are they different from other types of lawyers like barristers? Well, I think the skills that solicitors need to be a good solicitor is that they need to be able to listen, to listen to uh, what they're being told by their clients, to be able to give legal advice impartially and without undue influence. Solicitors must give legal advice that's in their client's absolute best interests. And sometimes that means giving advice to their clients, their their 
customers, if you like, advice that their clients may not necessarily want to hear. So I think being a solicitor is a role rather than a job. And it brings with it a mixture of professional and personal qualities. For instance, solicitors are called officers of the court, which means that we have special duties to the court. Professional behaviour of high standards and ethics to uphold uh, certain legal principles, such as, you know, we can't tell lies to the court. Um, We must always be truthful in what we tell the courts and others and our clients and so forth. So our day-to-day role is to listen to our clients to find out what their needs are. And we are trained to understand the law and apply it properly, communicate this to our clients and do our best to represent them, which can include children and to ensure that our clients' voices are heard. Um, And solicitors can also be prepared to stand up and have our voice heard and encourage others to obey the rule of law and fight injustices and stand up for legal rights. Can you please tell us more about the work of the Law Society and what it does? Why do you think it is important that we have lawyers that represent the society they serve? So firstly, the Law Society is the independent professional body that represents solicitors in the jurisdiction of England and Wales. So we have over 200,000 solicitors in England and Wales that we represent. And as the president, I lead those 200,000 solicitors. So the Law Society is the voice of solicitors. We provide services and support to practicing and training solicitors. We help to maintain those high standards that I spoke about earlier to maintain excellence in the profession. We often consult on important issues around reforming the laws or new or changing existing laws with MPs and the government. We speak out when we don't always agree with things, as I've done uh, a couple times a day on, on different radio stations around increasing the powers of magistrates to sentence individuals from six months imprisonment to 12 months. Um, But above all, we have a duty to other people in ensuring that the solicitor profession and indeed the legal profession represent the society that we are seeking to serve. And that must mean that in the fair administration of justice, that we ensure that regardless of where you come from, regardless of your starting point, regardless of your colour, your gender, religion, ethnicity, age, disability, any of those characteristics, that you will be able to thrive in our profession and stay and progress in our profession. Can you tell us more about your role as a president of the Law Society? So my role as as president of the Law Society is a very busy one. So I became or I joined the Law Society Council in 2013 representing the Women Lawyers Division, which I still do as as my constituency. Council is made up of around 95 or so council members representing different geographical areas and specialist interest groups. So I'm the president for 2021 and 2022, and I came to office in March 2021 and will leave office in October this year. And I, of course, want to be a strong, powerful example of a force for change and create a more 
open profession. So that is around three major themes. That's including or increasing diversity, inclusion and social mobility in the legal profession. So that goes back to what I spoke about, that solicitors come from all varieties of backgrounds, starting points. And we must ensure that those individuals are reflective of our profession and have equality of opportunity and equity. Two, addressing the role of technology, because we know that technology is really important. It allows me to sit in my office in Chancery Lane in London and to speak to you. And three, promoting good mental health and well-being, because we know, for instance, that, you know, as professionals, we work hard. We are sometimes under uh, considerable strain and stress, heavy workloads and so forth. And we must value and take care of our mental health as we do our physical health. What do you do on a typical day? On a typical day? I'm not sure I have a typical day. But for the most part, I answer lots and lots and lots of emails. I speak to lots of people who all want to hear from me. Sometimes I get to take a a few pictures, which I haven't been able to do much of since the pandemic. As president, I preside over admission ceremonies, which is where newly qualified solicitors come to our building in Chancery Lane in London to be admitted to the solicitor profession. So I get to address them in a speech, take photos with them, meet their families and friends. What else do I do? Walk around and speak to staff. I can speak to government ministers and other interested parties like yourself. Can you tell us more about your legal career and the work you did as a solicitor? Well, absolutely. So I pursued my dream of qualifying as a solicitor through part-time studies. So I think my dream of becoming a legal professional started when I was about seven. And I could see people like Margaret Thatcher, our former prime minister, who was uh, a barrister, who was our female education minister, our first female prime minister. So I wanted to be a legal professional, to be able to represent those people who potentially weren't able to represent themselves or speak for themselves. So I was admitted as a solicitor in 2002, and I worked in a private practice, which is normally found in high street firms. But in 2004, I went in-house. I went to work for the General Council of the Bar, which is the representative professional body for barristers. And I have spent the rest of my time as a solicitor working in-house with different associations, government departments, and lastly, working as a consultant through my own company. Have you ever worked with children in your legal career? I have indeed. So I used to work at Ofsted, the Office for Standards in Education, Children's Services and Skills. So Ofsted is normally the inspectors that come into schools And you perhaps may have been in school when Ofsted have come to visit and teachers will say, you know, you better behave, you know, properly because you've got um, a visitor at the back of the room. I also sit as a chair of the independent education appeal panels for my local authority, as well as the exclusion panels for my local authority. So that is in my county of Buckinghamshire, we still have selective system where when you get to the age of 11, 12, you take an exam that will determine whether you go on to a grammar school or not. So if individuals do not pass that exam, 
they will come before the Education Appeal Panel to tell us why they should be admitted to a grammar school. And indeed, the Exclusion Appeal Panel is exactly what it says, is that if for whatever reason a pupil is excluded from school and they choose to appeal, they and their parents choose to appeal, they will come before that panel to make their case. Do you think the voices of children are heard within the legal system and lawmaking process? I absolutely believe that children should have their voices heard. And of course, we have a children's commissioner. But of course, Alma, there is always room for improvement. We could be better at amplifying the voices of children. And I think some of that starts by teaching law in schools. I mean, wouldn't it be fun if you know, children, pupils in schools were able to learn law about the law at an earlier stage rather than potentially when they got to secondary school or when they got to university or indeed law school. So I would like to ensure that children are heard within our legal system and lawmaking process from an earlier age rather than at university when potentially it's a bit late. I have a question I ask all of our guests. What were you like at 10 and what did you imagine you would go on to be as an adult? Do you know, of late, I'm being asked that question a lot. What was I like at 10? I don't really remember. I had uh, a bit of an afro. Sometimes I had ponytails, two of them. What was I like at 10? Lots of ketchup. I, uh, I, lots of ketchup. So I put ketchup on everything, apparently. I don't do that now anymore. I've grown up. I've grown out of it. Um, And I was good at athletics as well. But at school, as a 10-year-old and into my teenage years, I was always speaking up for something. So I was a bit of an activist at a younger age. So, yeah, and I always wanted to do law. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for telling us about your role as president of the Law Society and the work of solicitors. Do you have any advice for children who want to understand more about the work of solicitors and the legal system? Absolutely. These days, there are different routes into law. So find out, you know, if you want to get into the law, start earlier rather than later, start to do your research, find out what those alternative routes are, ask teachers for help. When you are a bit older, network, you know, make those contacts with individuals in the business, introduce yourself, use social media where it's safe to do so, to seek out people in the legal sector, Ask them questions. Life is one constant lesson and education um, is constantly available throughout our lives. And um, the internet is a valuable tool, but make sure you do it safely under adult supervision. Well, Alma, what do you think about what Stephanie told us? Well, it's very interesting that solicitors are named officers of the court and this means they have a duty to tell the truth and advise clients in their best interest. The Law Society has a council of 95 people and over 200,000 solicitors. On a typical day Stephanie deals with emails and admission ceremonies and speaks to government ministers and staff. And when she was younger, she was always speaking up for something. She was good at athletics and loved ketchup. Stephanie told us that it's important that we have lawyers that represent the society they serve. 
She emphasised that the justice system ultimately relies on those who work in the legal system and that they must work to uphold the rule of law and give the proper administration of justice. And this will promote public confidence in the legal services. I was also very pleased that she thinks that children should learn about law at an early age. In our podcast, we've been exploring how laws work and affect young people. All of these things help children understand their rights and responsibilities so that they can make informed decisions, not only about their lives, but things like voting for MPs who make the laws and understanding how the legal justice system works. It's also important that children know that they should be kept safe and that adults must care for them. Remember, if you have any worries, talk to an adult you trust and tell them how you feel. This includes your teachers at school who are there to look after you too, so tell them that you need to talk to them. You can find out more information on Kids Law Info website. Keep your questions coming in. Please subscribe, rate and share the podcast with your friends. See you soon in the next episode. Bye. Bye.